Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal! While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! Greetings. And man, uh definitely owe y'all a apology. Um uh to the group that is doing the great fest. I had a scheduling conflict and we were supposed to reschedule. I got caught in traffic and it was my fault. Like instead of wants to blame anybody else, nope. That is absolutely positively Sure, I own it before anybody else comes up here and says anything else about it. It was definitely on me. It was my fault. So uh, uncorked. Sorry. So definitely I'm going to try to reach out back out to them, uh, see if we can try to still do it. But if not, then I'll just do it myself. And I'll tell you about the uncorked event, talk about the activity. Uh, but definitely owe that apology to the good people over there just because we set up a time that we tried to reset up and it was my fault. So, um, but before we do all that deep into the weeds, big shout out to HBCU Digital Network. This is home. Shout out to Harold Stewart and the Black Techies. Man, uh, it is, it's, it's, Ger look, Gerald Thomas III, go check him out on the Twitter page, um, 3PG. Look, that brother's been doing a, Workman's job of keeping family fans up to date with what's been going on and things like that. I mean, look, I'm just saying, look, I appreciate it for me personally, you know. Um, just getting to see all the things that are happening with the football. We did get a baseball signing, we got a new volleyball uh bowling coach. Um, and then we got some information about the parking lot not too long ago, um, that I can share uh, other stuff. I can't share it. I don't say nothing about it. So, but, and then today, um, look at a classic finish that could be a historic season. Right, so, we're gonna look at kind of the matchup a little bit, what to expect, what I think is gonna happen, um, and why. You know, so, Family's parking lot. If you haven't checked it out, man, like go check out some of the pictures because Kelvin Rozier from OMG Stroke Strike. Some other folks, you know, up there in the city, they ride past campus to snap a picture. And look, the parking lot looks good. I ain't even a lot of y'all. Um, now, one of the big concerns about parking, like and I can tell you from my own doorstep, as far as like family wise, ain't nobody paying them prices to park in the parking garage. Like that's that's something that they don't want. They want the convenience of being close to the stadium. So hopefully, some more parking spaces open up. There is some stuff they're working on with that uh, behind the scenes and. Hopefully we see that come to fruition. Um, but again, that's something that I kind of griped about last year. And so, you know, a couple of folks, like, oh, you know, you, then it came to the season. It was like, yeah, nah, we, we kind of, we, we didn't do that right. And so the investing in champions program is gone. So far, so good. Like from what I'm hearing from 
um that that i feel i can share like they're in the black like as far as they, they've seen financial returns that are above previous years i don't think that's insider information and if it is in it but look i'd rather break that kind of information and break bad news so i'll break that i'll tell you that i can tell you that much from um the booster meeting that yeah they, they in the black ad sykes is celebrate celebrate a little bit you know not too hard but they, they they are seeing financial gains compared to last year so uh that, that was good news to hear it was a cool meeting um I'm, I'm honestly i'm just there more so because i helped them out with the twitter page uh hopefully get to instagram stuff working on that as well soon sooner than later but um and facebook but just being real with y'all like so far when it comes to families investing in this program they're making money now you want to argue about OBC next year? Argue with somebody else about that. We've already had that conversation. I'm not going to argue about it. And it's not because I'm a homer. It's just because we, we had a whole episode where we talked about it. So go back and recheck that. Um, look at that. Bowling coach, which was cool. I know y'all don't really, but y'all know. I'm, I'm a fan of Rattler all the way. Tiger from Jackson State. Oh. <laughs> Graduate from Jackson State, Capri Howard, Valparaiso graduate assistant. So this is our first time as a head coach. And this is, I guess this is a thing. I guess it's going to be a thing with our AD where we're giving coaches their first time and their first experience as head coaches. And she's pretty young. She graduated in 2021 from Jackson State. Uh, you know, got a master's from Valpo. But again, first head coaching job. And Valpo is not a winning program, but again, when it comes to bowling, I'm not really, I'm not flipping tables and chairs over because the program is not winning. It's not, it's a non-revenue producing sport. She cuts her teeth at FAMU and, and bowling. You got a solid team coming back. I'm kind of cool with it. As long as you can win the locker room, I'm good. No, just don't come in there. I can see it and I'm good with it. So, also, baseball, and we got some graphics that will be coming out in the next, this week. Uh, Garrett Work Workman, hometown kid from NFC, class of 2024. He's a left-handed pitcher, first baseman, and out. FAMU, so FAMU got two left-handed pitchers on next year's potential roster. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's time. Baseball-wise, there is no excuse. Like, tennis just won a championship. They got to upgrade. If that's the way we do things, then cool. You win championships, you get upgrades. It's time for baseball to get the same treatment. Family baseball needs upgrades. Let's upgrade those facilities. Let's do something about that. And before we get on class, we have in the NFL, Marquise Bell went stupid. Like, go back and watch that Dallas Cowboys game. I caught part of it. I had to listen to some of it. And I did see the stats. And if you didn't see, his brother has like 10 tackles all over the field. Like, yeah, Marquise Bell is probably going to make that roster. Now, Isaiah Land, he, he got some good pressures. Uh, from what I was able to see, he played most of the – but um, I'm just saying, pretty solid. Then we saw Xavier Smith get some kick return experience there, which that that's a way to make the team. I mean, so – you're starting to see the three fans rattlers that are in the pros right now get an opportunity to really display their skill. Like that's kind of what, what you want as a coach. And it's also what you want as a program. 
this is what's going to help you bring recruits to the program. It's also going to help you bring more fans to the program. But it's it's something that I myself, just as a fan, am excited about. But it's also something that you look forward to. You want, like, you want for your program to be able to produce NFL talent, but then just turn around and see that NFL talent make it to play at the high. And they actually have a shot at the team. Like, that's the difference with me. I I don't just celebrate when players make the team preseason. No, no, no. I let me when it's, when we start making it to the season and you stick on the practice squad, that's when it's really the sweet spot. We got some talent that might be able to do it for next year too. So pretty good, pretty good times right there. Uh, now the game we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk about the classic. And if you haven't noticed. Literally, the summer spent this going through each game instead of giving y'all three hours of me talking, which I don't really um, unless I got you know, if I had a cold, so I wouldn't mind. If it was me, no, nah, um, no, nah, like I'm good, but I look now I get tired. But at the same point, man, we went through every game, every game we had winning, didn't have losing, uh, or had losing, and honestly, the only game I had family losing thus far. And I had that as winnable. Now, that's not me saying that I'm guaranteed perfect. I'm not saying that. I am saying family by 20 in the Orange Blossom Classic. Not moving off that. That's a hill that I'll, I'll lay on and, you know, it is what it is. I'll put that in, on wax and hat. But when it comes to the other stuff, look, man, we're going we gonna to play about here game by game. But I, right now, I got family with one lost season. Probably going to the Celebration Bowl. If you caught me on round one with St. Clair on Hallelujah 95, you were able to catch me say I had FAMU and North Carolina Central going to the celebration. I'm, I'm putting out there. I'm not going to be the person to hide from it or run from it. That's my opinion. And if I'm wrong, you know I'll say I'm wrong. But right now, I hope I'm right. <laughs> uh, but FAMU's got the classic in Orlando again. And this is another first-year head coach. Like, I talked about, I think we got five first-year head coaches, five first-year head coaches, two second-year head coaches. It's starting to see, like, there's a lot of games where Willie Simmons walks onto the field. He's the most experienced coach in the stadium. Like, at this point, is Willie Simmons the, in the three most experienced coaches in the SWAT? And has he – the longest tenured coach in the conference, like man at Alcorn. Right. That's a real question. That's just something I pulled off the top of my head. That's not something that I researched or checked. But you're starting to kind of see that's going to be one of the big things in the swag. Like the experience of your because what do you do in those? Like it's okay to play pro ball, but it's a whole another thing to have been to have been able to say you've done it as a coach, not just play the game. Yeah, we all play Madden, but it's completely different when you coach it. Like, it's, it's so different when you have no control over watch the field, you see this, you see that, you know your personnel, you know they do well doing this and that. Everyone's adults. A lot of us adults are coached, some level of sport. And when you're on the other side of it, it's different. And this is going to be one of the things with cooking this year. They lost a lot. So last year's stat, there's another one of those teams where 
nothing from last year matters. Like it doesn't. And, I'm, and right after I say that, I'm gonna give y'all last year's football score. Cookman doesn't have the same quarterback coming back. They don't have the same head coach coming back. They've lost uh, quite a bit. They lost some top players to the transfer portal. One of those ended up coming to FAMU, where FAMU was able to take their best receiver, and he becomes arguably FAMU's one. He's in the problem where so you start to see where all of a sudden for this game and for that stats from last year don't tell you anything because coach going to come into this game already very likely to have a advantage. And one of the biggest advantages is going to be the fact that you're going to have an offense that has been able to have really two years together. Not that not and yeah, you lost Xavier's huge loss. He's in the NFL, but you still got Musa. You still have K Dyke. You have all these guys that are coming coming back. You have was it Gross and Goss and literally an offense full of return players. And then you really got some of the best from other teams. You got Cookman's best receiver. You got a transfer that Jackson State was really looking to have be a huge integral part of their defense. Now he don't matter as much that he transferred to FAMU. You know how that goes. Like, you get players from Nebraska, Florida Atlantic. All this talent came together. And, and to Cookman's credit, they got some talent as well, but most of it was skill position. They get a leading receiver from Virginia Tech. They get a quarterback transfer to come in. But at the same point, it's some of the same stuff that happened last year. Happened wherein the, the field, the new field isn't finished yet. Things are behind, X, Y, Z in the third. Like, you still kind of have that facilities behind stuff. Not like last year. Not as bad as when, not say last year. Not as bad as when it's not what Ed Reed was going to inherit and was complaining about. But some of the upgrades haven't finished yet. So you're going to see that part of the field. Fortunately, this game's at the end of the season for them. The big things is going to be with them is that oh their offensive line last year go back and look at that film that offensive line it, it it wasn't it and it and it wasn't that they weren't ready and this is a three to four year rebuild for them like if you're going to be real about what Cookman is it's a it's a it's a rebuild like it's and it's a three to four year re- rebuild it's not something that overnight he's going to flip that program it's going to be a tough season and this is going to be the culmination of that tough season now unless he just doesn't have any wins nobody's getting fired for losing this game either side of the fence it's you know on the family side it's just gonna be one of those quiet frustrating press conferences on the cookman side it's going to be one of those we knew what it was tough season going to get better next year type conversation but that's really where it's going to be now, for this, the other thing for them is going to be defensive line because FAMU is going to have a line. FAMU has an offensive line. And even in last year's Florida Classic, he was able to get a pretty decent run game going considering FAMU is one of the worst running defenses in the conference. While last year's stats don't necessarily matter, they do matter when you start considering the worst running team in the nation in the, one of the worst in the conference, had a pretty solid run game. 
in that day, on that day. Like, so you start to kind of notice, like, no, and yeah, I'm big on stats, but no, the stats don't matter because a lot of the stats are turning. But in this case, that's something I could look at and say, okay, we just out-talented them on a lot of these sides. It was a 20-plus point win. So I already tells you the game wasn't as competitive as it could have been. It did get away from them. And they lose their quarterback. It's just it's going to be a lot for them to be able to keep up. Now, one of the things Cleveland did do, they acquired pretty decent skill. And for me, to ONG strike zone, listen to Von Wilson. He said it hadn't looked pretty over there yet. You know, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Like, you shouldn't be either. I think by the season, the skill position will have caught up to where they're going to have to play. They do. Their best playmaker, they lost their quarterback. I stated that already. They also lost their tight end, which he was supposed to be, you know, a guy that could go to the league. Now, he went to a professional league, but in the NFL, like I said, they lost their receiver. Running back-wise, they had some injuries and some other things happened to them that kind of that, – that nipped that in the mud. And last year, they were solid. Like, I mean, it's Cook. Like, Cookman's secondary is always going to be their secondary. Like, they haven't been elite as far as a DB unit in a while. But Cookman's secondary is never sorry. Like, they, even when they have bad years, they get good talent. And that's going to be something that – that's going to be their strength. So, let's let's go. Y'all know every game we do this. Let's get a tail of the tape. And this must, this tail of the tape. Is going to be sponsored by Cable Bookers TV. Who you going to call for NFL, NBA, pay per view, local TV? Starting at $35 per month on up to three devices, 813 4102 Cable Buster TV.com. Appreciate it. All right. So, Taylor Tape, who we got? Um, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to do it. Because I'm petty. Um, and I got all this family stuff surrounding me. So I, I really can't, I can't, I can't not do it. Uh, quarterback for MU, running back for MU, receiver for MU, offensive line, the entire offense. Let, let's just let's just do that. The entire offense is gonna go Miami's way if I'm looking talent for talent. Part of it is one, the, the conditioning program and the results of the commitment to the program. I mean. You, you got one program where they got a cool box, one that doesn't. Like this is start. This is where the arms race of facility starts to make a difference. This is where it happens. Granted, family's locker room ain't the greatest. It works, but it ain't the greatest. But some of the other things around the program, they make a big difference. And this is just one of those areas. It's gonna make a difference defensively. Defensive line, I'm going FAMU, but I'm going to say this. Um, their defensive ends, I, I want to see what they're going to bring. Same thing with linebacker. Like, what are they going to bring linebacker wise? Secondary, I'm going to go FAM. But this is another spot where I think Cooper might have a DB that that's just slept on. Like, we saw where last year their best defensive back transfers out of the program, adversely affects their program. But Cookman's is one of those programs, and it, it largely because of location. They're consistent in their production at high-level DBs. Like they normally produce at least one or two good corners or safeties that you you got to watch out for. 
You just you're not gonna sleep on that VCU secondary. And that's not me trying to hype them up. This just kind of is what it is. Uh, punter, I'm going. You know, we already got an All American punter. Same thing with kicker. Like right? kicker, I don't know. Like that's push. I'll say push there. So when I'm looking tail of the tape, I got FAMU winning this one. And I think FAMU wins off talent, honestly. Talent, experience. This is Willie Simmons' most talented team. He's even gone on to say that. Like he said it. Everyone else around him has said it. Look at the players they're continuing to bring in, the transfer portal. It's more FAMU's. And this is how you build a program that's not only successful, but that has the cachet or the ability to build a tradition. And I think at this point, they've built a tradition. Now, this would, in all of its purposes, if all things go well, I would have FAMU having a one-loss season. So what comes after that would naturally be the SWAC championship game. Now, where the SWAC championship game is depending on who's winning the West. Now, out of the West, I ain't gonna lie. I was on my Southern stuff for a long time. And duly, I was trusting. And duly, I was trusting. I trusted duly last year, and duly let me down. So I'm going Alcorn. Uh, don't ask me why. I, I just, I feel like the experience of McNair at Alcorn State is going to be something that is going to be able to, one, carry them through, but also the way he builds the program. I I like how he builds the program. I and I think he builds it with an understanding of what Alcorn is. It's, it's not a destination program. It's Alcorn. It's, it's kind of a, it's there. They do what they do, and they do what they do. But it's very homegrown. And when you go back to Swag, especially if you want to go back and listen to the, the questions and the comments that Coach McNair had, he was like, I don't really care for the transfer portal all that much. I'm like, I'm about building it at home. He was talking about how he wants to build a program with high school students and get a few junior college guys, but mostly he likes to build high school talent. And I think when you build that talent, you're going to have years where it's going to have lulls. There are going to be ebbs and flows because you're going to lose experience. You're going to have years where you're very talent rich. And some of his linemen are going to be kind of undersized. Like you're going to get that. But what you're also going to have is guys who have had a chance to build up and a cop program and that are bought in. And I think to me, that's why I'm choosing Alcorn. I, I think offensively, they're not going to want me. They're, they're going to be what they are, but don't sleep on them. It's going to be a solid program. Something about Texas Southern to me, they're just not going to be consistent enough. Um, I can't trust Southern. I'm sorry. I can't. I just I can't trust Dooley when I'm sitting over there and I watched how many Southern games last year. And the quarterback was trash. And if anyone was like, well, this guy, not trash, trash is what they say. He wasn't working for that system. And it was like, dude, you got a better quarterback sitting on the bench. Why are you not making an adjustment as a coach? I can't trust that. Uh, Prairie View, I don't think they got it. Uh, just being frank. Um, the Pine Bluff, no. That's first year coach right there. Um, and uh, Florida guys. Sons goes to school up there. I think his first year, he he's gonna probably get two wins. Like so, again, as I look through the SWAC West, Alcorn's the only team that really sticks out to me that has that kind of that that just that it's something about Alcorn. I'm just gonna roll with them. 
I, I can't even really give it a gremlin because I think you got a quarterback competition going there that is seeding um, on hot seat quarterback. I'm going to say that, and the seeding is not the right one. They have what entails and what can become quarterback battle. And if things ain't going good, especially when you, anyways, uh, I ain't going to do that. But especially when it is what it is, you're going to, at a certain point, you got to keep your quarterback happy. Like, Calvez is going to be a freshman, sophomore, redshirt freshman, sophomore. So you're talking about him getting that sophomore year. Damn, you've got a redshirt junior, senior quarterback, and then you got Boney behind him. You, you, you're not going to tell me you don't have a quarterback at all. It's Orlando. You don't, you're not going to tell me that Cookman can't sit up there and tell me, hey, man, come home and start. Your mama can see every game. It's a trip down I-4, 45 minutes. You can't tell me that you can't sell that? I'm just saying, like, I just feel like it's going to be a quarterback rotation at Grambling that's going to make you sick because it's just going to be like a merry-go-round. I could be wrong. I hope I am. Go to I, you know, grambling people I do know, but something about that just screams that controversy. And yeah, no, uh, I just, that's just, I could be wrong, but in the words of Charles Barkley, I may be wrong, but I doubt it. So that's why I settled on Alcorn. So I think your SWAT championship is going to be Samuel and Alcorn in Tallahassee. And for all of us that are in Tallahassee, so thank God, <laughs> because yeah. I don't. I don't think you want to end up in Lorman, especially when it's getting a little colder, and that can be a challenging environment. I, I think Bragg, it's going to be chilly, but it, I think it's going to be a pretty cool environment. Um, the Florida State Florida game is in Gainesville this year, so you don't have to worry about that. And I think it hosts its first black championship. I think it probably wins this game, but the key to a black championship not. I didn't include it in there, but it's it's the same thing as everything. It's execution. Can you limit turnovers? Can you play within your system? Because if you come out there and you try to do a bunch of cute stuff, you're gonna lose. Because it's Alcorn's not gonna be cute. They're gonna they're gonna play their brand of ball, and you if you don't play the right style of ball against Alcorn State in a potential. Swag championship, they, they'll kind of brag and win. And that's not what you want. And again, if, if Amy can win that, the next stop's Atlanta. And I've already said for the Celebration Bowl, I do it. I'm going chalk. I got FAMU, North Carolina Central in the Celebration Bowl. And it's going to be a good one. 22 MACFO. Uh, yeah. The fun part about this is last time family played Central, we beat them. So that's you know a little trash talk that gets to be had there. Who who does who if that if that comes to fruition? I got for the season, man. I, I think FAMU does have that one loss season. If I'm looking at what my projections are, now do I really think they're gonna be that great? Man, come on, y'all know I don't trust me like that. I'm a FAMU fan, but I'm a realist too. There's, I don't know. I just, 
I want to make sure we don't have to slip up. I'm not saying it won't happen. Uh, I think for the floor, I think it's another, I think it's another thumper. I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm gonna give you another 42 to 14. Family blows them out. Um, the band's gonna be there. Archer Wildcats gonna be doing their thing, but it's just too much talent this year. Too much, too much, too much, too much. That that's really the best way to put that. And I think that leads Fanny going to the celebration bowl and doing some numbers. Um but yeah, a quick short recap. Uh man, we talked about Fanny's parking lot and didn't show any you have to go by there. I'm almost done. The Scoreboard looks nice so far. I haven't seen it from the inside. Looking forward to that first game of the season to see it from the inside. Uh, you did get a new bowling coach. Uh, any news on compliance? No issues. So I, I can't tell you that. Um, I will um, the meeting, no compliance issues this year. Game tackle compliance kind of early. I believe Willie Simmons also mentioned that in the 2020 club. So it's not like, again, I don't, I sit in the booster meetings. But um, because that's not why I'm there. Um, I'm there for make sure the, the Twitter page is done. And they get what they want as far as social media. But um, yeah, I can tell you compliance wise, we're good. Compliance is straight. Um, I forget what on a few things, but compliance wise, we're looking good. It is not the foolishness from last year. Housing is straight. So, and the reason compliance comes up, uh, watch JDTV drops when you lose compliance. That's what it is. So, compliance is solid. Um, also, I did mention that the revenue for investing in champions is up. Investing in champions revenue is up, and investing in champions has done so well that they come out of parking um, as far as like the immediate parking right there next to the stadium. So, having to utilize like parking garages and the parking garage and stuff like that. So, um, kudos to those FAMU and some kids support the Investing Champions program and continue to do so. Got to give them what you want for that. Uh, FAMU did, again, we got a bowling coach for three hours. First time, second, first time head coach that we're getting under the Dolphin, um, uh, um, sorry, getting sleepy. Uh, Tiffany. So take that for how you feel about it. It is what it is. Um, but I, I I did forget to mention though, the track team is looking hot, man. I was uh on a call I was on with oh man, St. Clair. Sorry, St. Clair. But I was on his show and we did talk to the track coach. Track team's looking good. They're looking to bring the right family relays back probably 2025. And that's not me breaking news. It was on. Uh, round one on Halloween '95. Steve Clay Moraine, former writer for the Tallahassee Democrat, his his show. Uh, we were on there, and Fanny was the Fanny relays potentially back in 2025, doing improvements to the track there. So, looking forward to seeing that come to fruition as well. Uh, Fanny baseball got to commit. No, North Florida Christian up there on, on Tallahassee, like they kind of north side. I, I give it. Um, class of 2024, Lucky Garrett Worker, 
Okay. Outfielder too. So then talked about the brothers and the pros. NFL Network is running replays. Our remote is right here. Left and top. Um, but if you got um ooh, I don't see it on here. I'm scrolling through. No, this isn't great podcasting, but I'd rather be honest instead of and tell you the lie. Uh, I don't it, but they were replaying the Cowboys as well as um, the Rams game. So I don't see it up there, but if you got YouTube, I've already seen some people cut up the game, so go watch it on there. Um, but we did have Marquise Bell and Isaiah Land both play. Marquise Bell went the hell off. Like, Marquise Bell had a day. Like, he had the kind of day where if he don't make the team for the Cowboys, he'll be somewhere else. He, he won't be just left out. Isaiah Lane got some pressures. We saw the videos of that, and uh, I believe it was lights on. Uh, they shared a video of it. I'll make sure I give credit. Credit is due. I surely hate when I when I do something. Give me credit. Also, the Rams, Avery Smith. We saw him back there returning kicks and things like that. Great thing to see, especially great with the team. And we talked about the Florida Classic. Um, I pointed out last year doesn't matter because Cookman is another school with a new football coach. Their quarterback transferred to the University of, of University of Charlotte. He's a 49er now. Um, new their tight end left. And he's got their best receiver from the transfer portal. And man, they saying that dude's they saying that dude is putting in work. I'm hearing that that brother's working for people like a part-time job. Like, yeah. Um, and so it's, it's it's gonna be interesting, but I feel like by that point in the season, they're gonna figure out who they are. But there's just not gonna be enough to they their needs are all as far as Cookman's needs from my perspective. They have the skill positions. That's what the difference was when they were going against Family last year, honestly. It was there in the trenches. Um and then I the classic I had Family went at 42-14. They blow out this year. I think this year is the last big blowout I think next year you're gonna get a much better the classic, you're gonna have a newer coach and uh, newer quarterback. I said, coach, um, kind of interested to see how that goes. So, um, just good times about that, man. So, um, but yeah, man, look, that is our season preview. I did finish, I did uh, protect the thing we beat out for state and the uh, swag championship, like that, and then came for NCCU in a celebration. So, season preview, if you want to go back through it. Go back to either the thingsuppodcast.com website, um, update the last two weeks of episodes. Also, things up YouTube, check out the Facebook, check out the Twitter, check out the Instagram, and see all the stuff we're doing. And um, yeah, get caught up and stay up to date. Next show, we're going to look at some of these recruits that were offered. I purposely kind of laid off for the football offers, but we're going to talk about. Who has been offered? We're going to update the offer sheets as far as the ones we do for Fangs Up and HBCU Digital, where we talk about, hey, this kid got an offer for FAMU. We try to put a little on the screen on there. Uh, but we're going to talk about who these kids are, or students are, and maybe, you know, what to look for. Because you know, last year, Bo Somerset was going to be a dude. You know, I, you know, I told all about him. But like, already, Bo is one of them guys, man. So I'm interested to see some of that. We've got some events to talk about, though. Uh, 
gotta gotta make sure I remind y'all, look, homecoming experience. I ain't look, I ain't you know donations. You see the dates, October 21st through the 28th on the highest of seven hills. Make sure. Don't sit up here and be one complaining about the hotel price and wait till the last minute. Be better than me. Uh, look, I ain't a lot of you. OBC, I'm waiting till the last minute. I'm seeing Miami anyway. They know Miami when I do. Uh, but mentioning that, the National Alumni Association has released their hotels. They've told y'all where to stay at. If you want to look, especially at the homecoming price, look at that price, $149 a night. You could not get that with a stick last year at the holiday. So go get it before it books up. Um, they need to call and check, but they have the holiday in. It says Parkway. I believe that is one they used to have the Applebee's in it right there uh, across from the designer shoe warehouse and the uh, Governor Square Mall, leaving that area. Could be wrong, but if that's off of my head, where is that? Not a bad location. Um, it's great, um, but I could be wrong. Like again, I'll Google it later. I might be right. So go ahead, get the hotel prices. Don't say Keith didn't tell you. I told you. The hotel prices are one forty nine with them. Oh, they hit three hundred dollars. Don't start complaining. I don't want to hear. Also, all sports kickoff. I told do a little something with the boosters. I try to help them out. Man, some of these spots are filling up fast, but they need you there. This is the team behind the team. This is the team that helps pay for athletics as far as supporting our students and giving them the advantage that we see on the field. $50 per table. Use that QR code there to attend the fall sports kickoff, and the player is going to be there. The band's going to be there. Cheerleaders gonna be there. Like, come now, Al lost the center. You know they're probably gonna give you some yard bird and some beans, but you know what it is, man. Support them. Have a lot of other events going on for a little free, free, free. But go support that upscale event. You know, good times we had there. Also, check out my man, Results Only Fitness. Go check him out, Kennesaw, Georgia. I'm gonna upload his new, um, his latest flyer pretty, pretty soon. I got, I got a little bump up at work. You know, when you give you a bump up, it also bumps up on the amount of time you got to spend there. Now, lastly, I talked about the hotels. Touchdown in Tampa Bay. If you're going to stay, look, go ahead. It's right by the, by the airport. Literally, go check it out. It's right by the airport. If you haven't been to Tampa, the airport in Tampa Bay is not very far. Not a bad ride. I might, I might, might still decide. Like, just because I can drive to Tampa. So, Tampa to Orlando, not a bad ride. Um, so, yeah, man. So, we got that's in the show, man. 41 minutes. Look, y'all stay this long. Ah, I appreciate it. So, next show, we are going to talk about these recruits, the guys who've been offered by FAMU, try to show a little film on them. And we do with HBCU Digital Network. Y'all know how we kind of try to hype these kids up a little bit. And then we're going to talk about the uh, uncorked. Um, so make sure I, I reach back out. But even if I can't get the money, I'll just do it. Tell y'all what's going on with it, why you should support. And uh, if you do support, you out there, just send your pictures, share them, 
so that we can make sure we get all that out there. So, um, as always, y'all, big shout HBC Network. Um, appreciate y'all. Check out her tour the Black Techies. Also, check out Herb's band. And look, check out what Herb's doing with the band. Herb is following bands like a few others. Write-ups, out, all those good things, man. Great things happening over there with Herb. And check out the fan podcast. If you don't know, man, like I don't even, I ain't even charging y'all a little extra fee. We are going to do post-game. Our post-game Instagram. We have to stop that. Something we still be doing from down there in Miami. I may not, I may or may not do it in the stadium. I probably won't just because I don't like to be walking. <laughs> I don't like to be in the stadium myself. Um, but we're definitely gonna do post-game uh, interactions, you know, instant reactions, talk about what we saw, what we did, everything like that. And we're also gonna do something feel you know pregame sometimes you know we'll see if we can work things out with our fellow fam units but as always y'all it's gonna be fast yeah baby you know what time it is now let's get it started are you kidding me Unreal. while our hbcus are mostly known for an academic rigor community they also know how to turn up Dorothy, how-